please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. I have my whole Monorail family here in the room with me today. Let us start first by introducing... My teeth are falling out. My teeth are falling out. <laughs> my teeth are... That's a cool name. Hi, my teeth are. Hello. My teeth are Monorail. Um, handing out new names it's a, for Christmas. It's Finnish. It's Finnish. Yeah. Well, I'm finished with you. Okay. Next. Well, that's mean. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Just chicken. Drop the nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. And finally. Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail. How are you doing, Samantha Monorail? Fine. I don't want to do my statistics final. But you need to. I don't want to. I think I'm done. I think I'm just going to quit doing my master's. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You've made it this far. You've been doing so good. Don't give up now. Yeah, no. Everybody send Samantha Monorail positive vibes. At this, When you're hearing this, she will have already completed her final, but <sighs> good luck to you. You're going to do awesome. You know you will. Thanks. You, you're, while we were, well, we'll get into this in a minute. I was going to mention the superlatives we were handing out in the house this week, but we can, t- <laughs> we can talk about that in a minute. Before we do that, because we might need to include Landon in on these superlatives, it'll be fun. Let's bring in the star of the show, number one in your programs and in your hearts. If you've got a program for the Monday Morning Monorail, I mean, I don't know where you got it, but it will show he is number one. <laughs> the one and only Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Always fun to be joining you in the uh, virtual studios of the Monday Morning Monorail uh, podcast. And by the way, Sam, statistically, I think you should take your stat final. I know. Uh-huh. I see what it did there. Uh-huh. Uh, I know. You'll do fine. I, I remember taking stats in college and I hated it. Oh, but, it's awful. But but that, yeah, that's part of the reason why I went into journalism. No math required. So. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So the reason I brought up superlatives is because we were having this ridiculous conversation this week, sitting around the dinner table, handing out superlatives to the members of the household. <laughs> what so we, you're giving each other awards yeah, over dinner. Okay. This is fun. I encourage all families to do this because <laughs> yeah. it was a great time, but it also resulted in some heated debates. Good way to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> the number one I wanted to point out was we handed out who's the meanest in the house. And Landon, who would you guess? McKenna? McKenna. Yeah. McKenna is the meanest in the house. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's the meanest in my house. Yeah. Actually, too. <laughs> Sam's number two. <laughs> yeah. Not mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. I am not. You got, me- you got mad about not being the meanest. <laughs> she did. Because she started- I was not number one in anything. That's you were, not too. true. Until like a little while after me fussing about not being I, number one. I awarded you with the hardest worker award. I am the hardest worker in this house. Mm-hmm. Hold on. That's like... 
in an award ceremony, someone they have a lot of awards lined up, and someone's award is later in the show, so they get mad because their award wasn't earlier in the show. <laughs> Garrett, they had to make one up for me, man. <laughs> no, they were that the hardest work. We didn't make it up like... for you. It's not like we gave you the widest shoes in the office. <laughs> yeah, though, uh, though, though uh, Pam was very excited to get that one. Yeah, yeah. that one's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Uh, funniest in the house. We had a big debate over that. But we've determined it's down to Garrett and McKenna, and they're going to have to have a comedy off. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not, not funny. To. You're the least funny in the house. <laughs> wow. Okay, I think uh, I think McKenna might have just been usurped for the angriest <laughs> in the house. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, she knows. She knows. She's mean. When she tries to be funny, she's she mean. She hurts feelings. She makes people cry with her jokes, and usually me. <laughs> and she does this thing where she tells jokes like, you're in trouble like that like she doesn't even say it with a, a joking voice at all and it just makes you worry I, be- I, I believe it every time whatever once upon a time samantha compared herself accurately to claire on modern family and in one of the episodes of modern family claire's like every time i try to be funny it just makes people sad or mad like that's exactly sam <laughs> so uh, you guys should stop being so sensitive though I don't yeah, cry every snowflakes. time. God. <laughs> You're telling the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we should get the show started today. This one is one that has been kind of a long time in the making. We have gotten some messages over the last several months, and I've kind of been storing them away. And really, the first couple of messages that we got... I had been trying to determine how we would respond because I felt like I wanted to respond. And, you know, we, we debated back and forth whether we should just, you know, read it, move on, and, and not, not ever bring it up. But honestly, I want to bring it up because there's something I want to say, especially about the first one. But we also enjoy getting questions from our listeners, from our friends, from the Monorail fam about Disney stuff or, or things in general. And so what you will find is as we go on, this is going to go from somewhat heavy to really fun and light by the time we're at the end of this. So we're going to start in a heavy place, but I promise we're going to a very fun place by the time we get done with this. And I also want to start with this disclaimer for everyone listening to the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. You don't have to listen to this show. that's, That's what I will start by saying. I mean the whole thing. We love that you're subscribed. We love that you download. We love that you listen. And we would love for you to continue listening. But no one's forcing you. Also, it's free. So that's yeah, all. That's all I'm going to say. We're not making any money. We're not making any money. <laughs> we're not paid by Disney. And guess what? We are real, fully realized people. Yeah. Who have jobs and and have to live in a society. I don't yeah. have a job. Society. <laughs> So keep that in mind as we start to go into this. We're not just characters on a podcast. Nope. And I think one of the reasons that people relate to this show is they feel like they're sitting around the table with our family. Our our family is a real family. We're not we're not faking this. You know. So I'm not. And McKenna really is the meanest. McKenna really is the meanest. I'm not the meanest. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Let's get started, and then at the end of the show, I'm going to give you some information about where we're headed as we wrap up the year and then start the new year in 2021. It's time for the mailbag. We just got a letter. No. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, my God. 
Yeah, that's already been claimed. And even if it hasn't, I don't know if that's something you want to claim for yourself. <laughs> well, Blue's Clues is over, right? No, Blue's no. Clues it, is still around. Oh, yeah, it's still going. I didn't know they were still made, but Blue's Steve's Clues gone. Was a, yeah. Well, they replaced Steve a couple times, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm, a couple times. I feel bad for Steve. Blue is Poor still guy. sticking around. Well, one of them shaved his head and is in like is like a rock. That's star. Steve, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's Steve. And mm-hmm. the other one, dang, I don't know. I, maybe he went like crazy. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Not Steve. Yeah, not Steve. Um, it's kind of wacky that the dog is the one who has outlived all the other characters. <laughs> well, of course, Blue was always going to be Blue the one. is omnipotent. But mm-hmm. Blue also changes genders, whether you're watching the cartoon Blue's Blue or the puppet. Blue, Blue is a girl. Blue is female. Not always. Wait, yeah, there was a puppet? There was a puppet version that was a different gender. That's yeah. weird. The other guy was Joe. Joe. That's Joe. right. Ah, Joe. Okay. I Googled it. Well, we don't have letters from Steve or Joe. Who is Joe? Joe knows. Baby, don't hurt me. Did you have more to say about Joe? No. Joe okay. Mama. All right. Oh, snap. Okay, so we're going to start with this email. And again, fair warning, we're starting in a heavy place. But we're going to go to a happy place. Bear with us. This email was sent to us on September 22nd, 2020, from Alicia L. I have thoroughly enjoyed your podcast from the beginning. My family is the ultimate Disney family. I want you to know I am so disappointed that I have to unsubscribe. You have used your platform to inappropriately shove your political beliefs down our throats. It is clear you could care less about what I am here to listen to. I run a small business and none of my clients would ever, will ever know where I stand politically. You do not have to be vocal on your Disney podcast in order to take a quote unquote stand. Best wishes. <laughs> well, this is in the mm. business. First off, I'd like to say. Well, that. it kind of is, but we don't make. We any don't money. make money. Yeah. Also, we're... we are not um, part of the Disney. We're not part this of is Disney. ours. Our, this is our podcast. We're we're Disney fans. Yeah. So, can I speculate as to which episode this individual listened? I think we should start to? there because yeah, when we got this message on September twenty second, I was racking my brain going, "What did we say?" Yeah, because we are pretty, pretty vanilla. We try to try keep politics. To we try, try to keep politics out of the show. I am a lady in a man's world, though, so sometimes it comes out. Because this isn't—I'll admit, this is not a political show. That's not what we created the show for. No, maybe. But sometimes, especially over this year, there's been stuff that has reared its ugly head into our apolitical bubble. We yes. like to try and uh, participate herein, and you know. As Jay said at the top of this, we're not characters. We're actual, honest to God, real human beings with opinions and stuff like that. And there's been a lot of ish that's gone down this year. And a yeah. lot of it's been really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. my gosh. The lines between what's been political and what is someone's moral compass have been blurred a lot, yes. too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Well, and that's where we're going. This, so. Yeah. Th- which episode? Oh, sorry, Garrett. Go ahead. This person says that no one around them knows their political stance. But judging by the fact that they even said any of of this everyone around them probably does maybe i would say that <laughs> oh, you're probably right about yeah. that this but, is a karen but where where do you think sam what episode do you think this came from the black lives matter episode i think you're right which by the way we did in june yeah so this email came several months later which is why i was confused about what but it had to be that right because that's the only mm-hmm. time that we've been pretty vocal about an issue either that or us saying that we want people to wear masks 
Yeah, but that's that. not really a political. Well, it became some political. Some people it is. Well, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't no, be. It I shouldn't agree. Be. So, but um, I still don't care that um, this person, if it's either of those issues, I don't think it's a political stance to care about our black brothers and sisters who are being inappropriately targeted for their skin color just because we were raised in an unconscionable, biased society. We don't even realize that we have these biases against people. We just see them and we immediately in our brains think threat. Um, and they don't even have to do anything. And that's inappropriate. And I think we should stand up and say something about that. Yeah. So this is what it comes mm-hmm. down to. We do not believe that equal rights, civil, civil justice, social justice. We don't believe those are political issues. No. They're Absolutely moral not. issues. They're ethical yep. issues. Yep. Every single person, regardless of color, regardless of religion, regardless of sexual orientation, regardless of how they identify, should be treated exactly the same with love and caring and empathy, understanding. It does not matter. And if, you, if you're if you offended when you hear the term phrase, Black Lives Matter, take a step back because it's not, this is not meant to offend. No. But the good news is maybe that means it's time to examine it, dig into it because this, this is not a hate group. It's not a hate movement. No. And when people say, well, shouldn't we say all lives matter? Look, I get where you're coming from. I understand because what I just said a moment ago, I'm trying to say all people should be treated exactly the same. But when you have a particular group that is falling behind, that starts from a different level in this in society than you do, then that particular group needs a focus on them. They need a hand. And that's why you shine the spotlight on a particular particular group. Can I give an mm-hmm. analogy as to why this is different? So like the reason why it's not saying that people don't matter. It's just the reason why that they say black lives matter is think about it this way. You go into the ER, you have a really bad cold. You don't feel good. You got a fever, mm-hmm. but you're going to be okay. You're just really sick and you need some medicine. Someone else comes into the ER. They can't breathe. They're dying right now. Like they have, I don't know, let's say they're, they're having an asthma attack. If they don't get medicine in them immediately, they will suffocate and die. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to take back first? The person who's suffocating, yep. the person who cannot breathe. It's the same thing. They need to come first right now because they are being suffocated out. They are not able to breathe. We've got to start protecting our people. And we're not doing it because we've been raised in this mentality that they must have done something wrong. Right. But that's not that's not fair. And that's mm-hmm. not right. And it's just there's an obvious... Um, an obvious issue that we've got to address. Mm-hmm. And that's where that statement came from. Exactly. I'm done. No, no, you're right. That's exactly well, what same. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why we have said, and will continue to say black lives matter. Yep. Yep. Also, we aren't saying that anyone else doesn't matter. Right. Like of the on, the phrase is just black lives matter. Right. That's what the phrase is. And if you start to change it, you probably need to look in the mirror and try to figure out why it is you feel uncomfortable. And, yeah. and I'm not calling anybody out because guess what? I've had to grow a lot in my life because I come from a place of privilege. Me too. 
Mm-hmm. Even and, though I wasn't privileged as a kid, I didn't have a lot. I still have a a certain amount of privilege being who I am. And every single person can educate themselves some more. Every single person can open their hearts and listen a little bit more. And just understand there's no attack here at all. That's not what it is. And so, we love you too, even though you sent a nasty email. So anyway, Alicia, best wishes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, what y- what y'all said uh, is what I agree with, and I was told before we started rolling I can't use some of my favorite four letter words to describe this email because believe me I do have opinions on it. Um, but I'll talk about some other stuff in this email. The whole uh, I'm so disappointed I have to unsubscribe. Like nobody cares if you stop listening. Like in my day job we get emails. Oh, you said this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop listening to y'all. Two weeks later, we get another email from this same idiot saying, you said this, I almost stopped listening. If you have to tell somebody you're going to stop listening, stop listening, I guarantee you, you're still listening. And I guarantee you, Alicia is still listening to this right now. And also, the condescending best wishes at the end. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know what you want to say. I know mm. I know exactly what you want to say. Also, this person is not disappointed that they have to no, do this. No, they're not. No. The, this is just trying to jab at us. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I will Guess say... Guess what, Karen? You got what you wanted. I'll say to Alicia this as well. I feel kind of sad that you don't feel with your small business that you can stand up and speak for what you believe in. I, I, I think you should. Mm-hmm. Well, and, maybe it's because they're on the wrong side no, of history. No, you know what? But whatever it is, whatever it is, speak up. Let people know. And if people choose to not patronize your business that's their choice it's all express freedom of expression all of it and judging by this email you wouldn't want them anyways yeah 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 Mm -hmm. you want their money and that's why you don't say anything but guess what we don't need your subscription we don't make any money (laughs) so karen if you are still listening please unsubscribe at this point so anyways we'll see if we get some follow-ups to that email. (laughs) i'll bring it on but guys at the end of the day We're not trying to bring politics into the show, but we will always stand up when we feel like there's a moral issue that needs to be addressed. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. Number two. We're, We're taking a step into the light. Not all the way, but a step into the light. This is a message that we received on Facebook from our friend Eric Goller. And he said, hey, Justin, please take this comment in the constructive way it is intended. I enjoy your show a lot, but I'm a bit confused to see you all out in the parks enjoying yourself on Facebook after your comments about Disney putting business ahead of people slash public health in podcast number 135. If you think it's irresponsible for them to increase capacity during this CV-19 spike, why would you all then go to the parks and contribute to the potential spread yourself? I'm not trolling, I promise you. I'm just seeing a disconnect that probably bothered other listeners too, and you may want to address. So... Start. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's kind of fair to say that, you know, we've been a little negative about some things and we um, are still going to the park. However, parks, however, um, we live here and we don't travel and we're, mm-hmm. we're more concerned about how many people are coming in from the outside. And plus, we wear our mask and we don't gripe about it. <laughs> so we're, we always have ours on. And even if they don't do 100% protection, I trust that they're protecting us some. Um, and so I, I, I understand why that question would come about, but I also think that maybe he's missing the point. 
possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that since we live here, we should be able to go and go out into the Florida, like, and participate in businesses, like, be able to go out and eat at small businesses. Mm-hmm. And sure, Disney's not a small business, but, like, they are going to keep increasing capacity because they're losing money. Well, you say they're not a small business, but... But they still but, need the money. But here's the truth. Disney is the number one employer in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of, as we've seen, cast members have been impacted by the fact that Disney is way in the negative in their revenues. And we are trying to support a company that we love that in turn pays a lot of tax money to the county, Orange mm-hmm. County, and supports a lot of people who in turn go out and boost the economy by using that money. They also support people who will have a harder time trying to find work mm-hmm. during this time. Yeah. Garrett, you have thoughts on this one or Um, I don't know. We we try our very best not to be gross in the parks and we, we stay away from people. We use hand sanitizer, we keep our masks on. Mm-hmm. And even if we didn't go, other people would. Capacity's gonna get filled. Yeah, yeah. His point though is like if we're if we're all negative about them increasing capacity and adding park hopper, then why would we still go? I don't know. I mean, it's a big form of escapism too. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes us happy. We we try our very best not to spread it. We stay away from other people who might spread. And really, like we can still not like that they're increasing capacity. And I get tested pretty regularly at this point. So so in our household, Sam is the only one who's like still has to go to a business. You have to go to your office. Right. And so you're interacting with people outside of this household on a regular basis, but you you've been tested several times um since you know, since all this started and recently. Um here's what I will say. Yes, I do understand the question. And I agree with you all. I think it's a fair question. However, we started going back to Disney when they reopened the parks um, at 25% capacity. We've been going ever since, making our reservations going and, and trying our best to be healthy and follow the guidelines and all that sort of thing. We said when we first started going back that we have felt safer within the confines of the Disney bubble than we do, say, going to Target, Publix, yeah. anywhere else around Florida because the guidelines and restrictions and protocols at Disney are much more strict and stringent than they are any other place. And Disney's done a relatively good job compared to like, say other parks that we might visit Mm -hmm. enforcing those rules. Right. So that's number one. Here's the thing. All that stuff becomes more and more difficult when you add more people into the parks. And when you start encouraging park hopping, that encourages people to stay in the parks longer. And as you continue to raise capacity Uh, open up to park hopping, do all these things. It's encouraging more people to travel, which is what Disney's trying to do because they're trying to make more money. And just like you said, I think traveling is one of the most dangerous things you can do right now. Yeah. Airplanes Mm -hmm. are just a, a enclosed small space with, you know, bacteria. People get sick from an airplane. I don't mean just COVID, just getting sick, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So uh, you can get, Colds and flu and neurovirus, neurovirus yeah. <laughs> all from an airplane. Yeah. And when we've gone to the parks, 
You go, you guys can fact check me. Tell me if I'm lying. When we go to the parks, we try our best to avoid crowds. Mm-hmm. We avoid congestion. We always try. We don't take our mask off unless we're away from people, eating, drinking on the side, in a restaurant, in the shops. We try like we actually don't even go in the shops as much as we used to because the shops get very dangerous and congested. Yep. Um, and since they've increased capacity, you could probably count the number of rides we've done on one hand because the lines are long and we see all these people like grouping up and we know that's putting a strain on the cast members that are watching the social distancing and it's putting a strain on the cleaning regiment that they're doing on the rides. So we're staying outside. We're eating. We're keeping our distance from people. I mean, I'm not sure how that goes against what we've said. Yeah, I agree. Because we are being ultra careful. Yeah. Seriously. Very, very careful. Yeah. It would be a lot worse if we went and just didn't follow guidelines. Yeah. And, like, contributed it to, contributed it to its spreading. But... You know, again, going back to if you guys uh, wear a mask, I think that makes going out into the public safer. I realize some people mm-hmm. don't like to wear a mask, um, but you're not getting less oxygen. Your your mouth may get sweaty. You're not cycling around CO2. That's impossible. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not going to, like, melt your brain from wearing a mask. <laughs> and you're not getting bacteria in your lungs so do your research before you start saying that stuff. Right. And we like people get that it's little protection to people wearing it. It's not for you. It's for if you have it, it's a lot harder to spread it right. through the mask. Exactly. Exactly. The bottom line. The, here's the thing that I would say about the mask. Let's say they don't work at all. What does it really hurt to wear one? It yeah, they're just, Amen. they're just there. Yeah. It makes me look cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, some of them are, look really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yep. So, best case scenario, it helps this uh, stop the spread of a deadly virus. Worst case scenario, you look like a ninja. Yep. And that's yeah. awesome. There you go. People in yep. Japan do that all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. They wear yes. masks constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't complain about it. I seriously might wear a mask for quite a while. I think people I will. Agree. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. There were people mm-hmm. at my school who who did before all this yeah so i think i think it could be something that now is a part of our culture and maybe it always should have been but there are still always going to be people who are inconsiderate and Mm -hmm. that's just how it is but but eric i like that that's kind of my response to you is i i don't I, i apologize if you think that we are talking out of both sides of our mouth here but i i don't see it that way um if Disney suddenly upped their, like, just took away all the restrictions, the social distancing, the mask enforcement, all that stuff, we would stop going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as it is right now, you know, they, they continue to increase their protocols, increase the cast members that are walking around with signs saying, keep your mask on, uh, even when taking pictures, you know, all that sort of thing. And um, I've seen know. several people get talked to by cast members about keeping their mask on. Yeah. Yeah. So good. But I still don't think Disney should be changing because like I said, I don't know what milestone as a as a country or as a globe we've reached to indicate that they should be increasing capacity I or mean, encouraging people to travel and that's the problem I have with it. Other countries have been reaching their um their goals and stuff. 
We haven't. Some countries yeah. have done mm-hmm. like really good. Like recently, they took this Australia. From the beginning, yes, Australia. It's like, can Australia run the world right now? Because they figured out how to how to just nip this thing in the bud. Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan—they've all yeah. done a great job. Also, William mm-hmm. Shakespeare and um, England or the UK was one of the first people to get the uh, vaccine. That's true. So mm-hmm. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. People are making jokes about how William Shakespeare got the vaccine. So uh, I like it. I cannot wait. I heard Pfizer's got a shipment of vaccines out. I'm ready. I'm like, Pfizer, put me in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As of today, when this episode drops, I do believe that's when the first vaccines are going to be rolled out to the public. So. Oh. <sighs> Uh, we're finally turning a corner, guys. Uh, we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, but unfortunately, that light might also be a freight train coming this way. So, uh, in the meantime, don't get reckless, don't get stupid, keep wearing your yeah. mask, keep respecting social distancing, and uh, wash your dang hands. Right? Oh, yeah. If you get the vaccine, go into your home, wait a month to go do stuff, go get the boost. Yeah, the you booster. Get the second shot. Then you wait a little longer. Until everyone else has it and you continue to wear your mask out in public. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say, don't tell them to stay home. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yep. Wear a mask. Because cause this is a very, very real virus. Um, I, I know some of you might think it's a hoax. Uh, currently, my uh, aunt is fighting this, had to get the uh, auto body or uh, infusion yeah. uh, done yesterday. She's not doing good. She had some underlying health issues. So this is a very real thing guys like yeah. like take this seriously yeah. and 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 i will say eric i do think that is a fair question to ask so thank you for the constructive criticism though i do want to point out your email kind of smacks of that whole meme oh wow i can't believe this is uh, bad in society and then the condescending guys oh but yet you participate in society how interesting a little bit yeah. that's just me though. it is a little and yeah. also yeah the the hoax thing makes me so mad because i have i have a lot of friends who have had it have had their families have it, and some people have lost family members yeah. because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots yeah. of people have lost family. Members. I mean, yeah. in my in my uh, people yeah. that I yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Are we ready for lighthearted? We're gonna move on to the. Can next we one. have fun now? Well, this is this is the transitional one. We got this strange email from someone named Kelly K that just said, "I have questions. First of all, how dare you?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, Kelly K does bring up a lot of good points. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how That's da- two office references. How dare we? What? Oh, it's Kelly Kapoor. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to suck on a rock. What? <laughs> Remember Michael gives him a rock and it says, suck on this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this was to Ryan. Remember when he came back to the... Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. dang. Yeah, you don't know your office. I Go obviously... watch The Office. I've seen it. Like, <laughs> Michael times. Scott gave that to Toby, Toby. when Toby, he was leaving. Right. When he was leaving, yeah. By the way, The Office is getting ready to leave Netflix at yeah. the end of the month. So uh, so if you do want to uh, catch up on Michael, Dwight, the gang, uh, do it while, uh, while you still can. Or lo- get... Peacock. I love that we're plugging a show that most of the world knows, knows and about. loves. Yeah. But yes, it is a great show. So good. All right. From the Twitter, this was a DM sent to us yesterday from our friends Rachel and Keenan, part of our world podcast. Hey guys. Question for the show 
What is the most ridiculous t-shirt or outfit you've seen at the parks? Oh, let me hop in here. It's the shirt that Jay wore the day Galaxy's Edge opened. <laughs> That's a shirt. That he felt comfortable enough to go out in public yeah. where thousands of people were wearing that shirt. Uh, bravo to you. A uh, l- little bit of gravitas, but Sam, you have to burn that thing. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> have to. <laughs> It's pretty ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. It's, it's the ugliest really shirt ugly. I've ever owned. It is really ugly. Um, do they mean our family wears? No, anybody. Or anybody? Oh, gosh. Anything we've seen at the parks. Um, I will say, there are some ladies who are very proud of what they've got to offer the world. And sometimes they show up at the parks and I'm like surprised that they've been let in. I'm, hey, you know what? Well, as a single guy, let's not shame them. Um, let's not shame them. But just, I mean, again, the thought process of I'm going to the parks, a family theme park, and I'm going to dress like this. I'm uh, more wow. worried about their boobs popping out. I'm worried for <laughs> them and others. I know what we're talking about. You know when girls wear the really tube tops? The tube tops? I'm all for basically them. Basically just a strip. Yeah, uh-huh. all four tube tops, but make sure to get a size. That I'm also fits you. I've seen some pants that I've been like that was risky. Oh, you know. Again, I failed to see the see the problem here. Come on, I'm just saying, do what you do. But wow, that's a bold. Wow, cover the look. You got to feel eyes. proud. You got to feel proud of yourself. Yeah, you remember do. when you guys when we went to um the was it the Knoxville Aquarium and you guys would watch the mermaids trying to see if their boob would fall out well that was a fun game the wiki watching mermaid <laughs> every time she'd move a certain way I was like it's gonna happen now it's We're, gonna happen so actually the mermaids are based here in Florida over on the um, the Gulf what? Coast yeah I, I think they might be in Clearwater, possibly. Uh, so, I think so. They're the Wikiwashi mermaids. Wikiwashi, right? Whatever it is. And they came to the Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies to do some shows up there. Mm-hmm. And yes, most of the time it was enjoyable just kind of watching like that's something's going to happen here. It's going to, it's going to, that shell's going to move. <laughs> that shell's Full moving. on fully, man. <laughs> so that was exciting. <laughs> we watched for a good while. Well, do you have any like shirts that you've seen that you've been like, come on, or like anything like people putting all these graphics or text on shirts? Mm, I, I think there should be a black shirt with a uh, white, like poorly drawn monkey on it. Top text, monkey, bottom text. Monkey. We're not, we're not blue skying. <laughs> let's create random shirts. What's the most ridiculous? The question is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I mean, I've seen some ridiculous ones, but I can't remember what they are. Um, oh, I've got one. In the middle of summer, I saw these ladies who were, like, wearing the whole layered, like, outfits with the pants and the long socks and the tennis shoes and the yeah. long coats well, with something underneath and then a shirt, too. You just put me in mind of what I... So, I was going to say, I, like... It's hard for me, like you said, Sam, to think of like some of the most ridiculous things I've seen because I've seen a lot of ridiculous things. But I was going to list a couple shirts. Like I really don't like seeing most expensive day ever shirt. That's annoying to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but my eyes. yeah, but you just reminded me of something I saw at Halloween. So oh. at Halloween time this year, Disney encouraged people to wear their costumes to the Magic Kingdom. I saw a man in what could only be described as. A full cosplay of Assassin's Creed, <laughs> but it was like shut up, really. But it was a leather tunic, oh, he leather looks pants, so miserable. fur, fur lined, fur lined, leather tunic, leather pants, 
He even had, I don't know how he got away with it, but he even had the wrist blades that would pop out. Wow. How did he get those in the park? And he was drenched in sweat. And I was like, why did you do this to yourself? You reminded me of something. Um, speaking of ladies wearing risky things to the parks, I don't know how she got in, but there was a lady who was a sexy nurse <laughs> in line for the park. She had a very short skirt and she was wearing a corset and a little, the little nurse hat and was thigh it Angela highs. Martin? It was, it was pretty, it didn't feel right. Yeah. Was it Angela Merkel? I said Angela Martin. Oh, okay. I I know what I think looks ridiculous in the parks. Hey, ladies, you don't have to wear high heels when you go. It oh. looks silly, and your feet have to be dying. Yeah. That would not be pleasant. Yeah, I see. I'd, I see it all the time. I don't know. Whenever I wear my high heels, it's not that bad. <laughs> I have one last thing to add. At Christmas time, it is weird to see people wearing PJs in the parks. Yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. I would. I, I wouldn't. I feel uncomfortable. I, if I wear PJs out in public, I feel like I'm not. Like, I feel I feel naked, basically. Like, I don't yeah. mm-hmm. I don't like it. I, I also feel like, speaking of Christmas, when you and I went, I feel like we saw a couple people in, like, the, the onesies. Yeah. Like, like just, oh, just yeah. wandering around. And it's like, I mean, if, 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 if you have the stones to wear a onesie out in public, we I remember seeing a couple instances of, <laughs> okay, they really do have the stones to wear those out in public. Uh, maybe maybe get one a couple sizes extra, like like uh-huh. like bigger. It doesn't help that much. I'm telling you, I got an extra large Mickey onesie, and it still feels inappropriate to wear. <laughs> oh, and also, let's all pretend that Frank actually did wear the Lederhosen because that would that would have been ridiculous. That would have been yeah, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You coward, do it. All right. Next one comes from Theme Park Rob. He sent us an email on the Monday Morning Monorail Gmail account. He said, Monorail fam, I have a question. When was your first individual trip and first trip as a family? And then he has a follow-up. And what made your best day ever the best? So, for me, I actually can't tell you exactly what my first trip was. It was in the 80s. I was young. I'm thinking maybe 87, 88 might have been my first trip to the parks. Um, Well, to the two parks because there were only two at the time. But old as a family, our first trip was in October of 2014. But you, Sam and McKenna went in 20. Who's you, Sam and McKenna. I said you because I was pointing 2006, at 2006. I believe 2006. Was. I was about to look it up. It was either six or seven. McKenna was how old? If I was, if it was 2006, I would have been five. So maybe it was seven. I would have been six. Okay, yeah. that sounds about right. Like the year before we started dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then how about this? What made your best day ever at the Walt Disney World Resort the best? Garrett, what was your what would you say made your best day ever the best? All the eggnog and Christmas trees at the Christmas party. I don't know what my best day ever was. Look, the eggnog and Christmas trees were great, but they caused regrets after. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think here i mean it's hard to to pinpoint which one would be my best day ever um because i've had so many crazy good experiences like whenever mckenna and i first went and the fairy godmother like told her her dreams will come true i don't think i've ever cried that hard at disney yeah I mean, I sobbed. Yeah. Like a big baby. <laughs> that story's coming up because I saved it for our best of show that's coming up at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm going to 
I'll will I will reshare that with the group. Seeing Garrett, you know, do the dance with Buzz Lightyear. With Buzz Lightyear. That, was, that was a good one. That made my day. It's always though uh, what happened with the kids, you know. I think one of the things for me on a best day ever, whenever I went on my own, um, was uh, whenever I went to Spice Road Table and they like treated me. I got a glass of wine for free and I got dessert for free because I had just graduated with my bachelor's and I was waiting for Allison, mm-hmm. but I wanted to eat and I knew she was going to be a while. So, um, that was like an individual thing for me, but it always seems to tie back to something that happened with the kids that makes things the best for me. Sam, I've told you this before. The only reason it was free is because you ran out on the check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) Landon, McKenna, who's next? Landon? Um, uh, McKenna can get in here and I'll close out this question. Okay. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Well, I will say I have two candidates in my mind right now as best day ever. Um, One of them was last January when we went to the Jocelyn meetup and got to hang out at Magic Kingdom with all those yeah. All of our friends. Oh, yeah. That was so good. And it was just, it was made awesome by the fact we got to finally meet so many of our friends in person. And we had such a good time. That Jungle Cruise ride and the Pirates ride where we pretty much had the whole boat. That was Those were really good. And then secondarily, or tied for first, opening Galaxy's Edge with Landon and Frank. Yeah, that was awesome. Was amazing. So good. It was such a good day. And it was, again... I've talked about it before. It was like being in that convention atmosphere of being just surrounded by like-minded individuals who were all there with the same kind of passion and fervor for Star Wars that we had. And, you know, just the way the day started, like the random picking up Angela um, to take her (laughs) with us and being threatened with her jujitsu, you know, and and all of it. it. Like, it was awesome that that was a that was a really good day, too. So landed. Close okay. it uh, My first trip, I guess, was back when I was a little land, and uh, my folks took me and my younger brother down there. You know, we we, we love Disney, yay, and we, we went to all the character dining stuff. Uh, you know, I still remember to this day Goofy trying to sign my mom's face because she went to go get uh, <laughs> Goofy's autograph, and Goofy being, well, Goofy, uh, decided to uh, put his Herbie Hancock on my mom's face, which was funny. Um I guess the first individual trip would have been when I started coming down to the parks, I guess last year. Sorry, time has kind of run together and stopped all at the same time during this whole COVID thing. So it's like, uh, but I will say one of my best days was the first solo trip I took down to Disney. I, I remember getting up in the middle of the night, getting on a plane in Knoxville, transferring in Atlanta, landing in Orlando, dropping off my stuff at uh, the hotel and then heading to Animal Kingdom. And just like, like there is there is something to be said about a solo Disney trip where it's like the only person's schedule you're on is your own. So you can do whatever you want. And and that, that moment of awesomeness, like there's actually a picture on my Facebook. Uh, it might've been shared on the uh, Twitter account is when I'm uh, meeting Mickey and Minnie in Animal Kingdom. And it's like, can I just have a hug? And they both bring it in and you can almost like just talking about it. I'm almost uh, going to get emotional again. It's like, just like that right there. That was a uh, part of a best day ever. And of course, uh, well, uh, now I am really going to get emotional. Uh, what ended up being the last vacation with my brother? Yeah, that was that was special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah, it, you know, I think you can boil a lot of this down to memories with family, 
memories with friends, uh, magical moments made by cast members, and then of course food um, as well. Like you know, we we love tasty treats, so that yeah. always has an impact. Yeah. Um, all right, this next one is actually a voicemail we received on our toll-free Monday morning monorail hotline. Four zero seven nine one seven two one four four. Doesn't toll free mean it's an eight hundred number? It could, but it is also toll free. They can <laughs> everything's long distance is toll free nowadays. <laughs> okay. You remember back in the day when you had to wait till like after six o'clock to make long distance phone calls because the rate would go down. I remember that. Yes. I remember. Well, this comes from our friend Adam from the Mouse and More podcast. Here we go. Hey, Monorail family, it's Adam. Uh, Wanted to throw in a question for your mailbag. I know recently you guys got universal annual passes, and I believe this is the first time you've gotten them. It might even have been the first time you've been to Universal, but I don't know. Anyway, when it com- comes time to renew, which I'm assuming is next summer, do you guys think you're going to renew? And if so, why? If not, why not? Or if not, why? You know what I mean. Um, and, uh, would, and reasons why you would or wouldn't, uh, be interested. Because I'm assuming you guys are going to keep Disney APs, but you're going to tack on the Universal. Anyway, love the show. Thanks. Merry Christmas. It's a good question. Yeah. 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 So I'll kick it off. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to say anytime we get a voicemail to our, uh, our phone, our Monday morning monorail hotline. Google translates it and sends me an email. <laughs> and there were some highlights from this one that I just wanted to share. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, it said that uh, it might even have been the first time you've been in university, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I enjoyed that. <laughs> but the best part of it is how it closed it out. He just It just said, I mean, with and reasons why you would or wouldn't be interested, because I'm assuming you guys are going to keep Disney 80s, but... The attack on Iraq. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, reading the Google text, I could figure out the first time you've been to university. It's like, okay, probably means uh, universal instead. That last part, I was like, what in the what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. so, thank you, Google. <laughs> yeah, that it always it always is good for a laugh or two. The the voice to text. How did how did universal turn into Iraq? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyways. I'll answer what I think. I I am on the side. Of, first of all, we got 15-month passes because they gave us an additional three months when we got our annual passes. I'm on the side of I would renew because I like having the option of going to Universal. I enjoy going to the Universal parks. Bless you. And I hope that as things start turning around in the world, we'll actually get a chance to go back to some of the events like Halloween Horror Nights and the Mardi Gras event and... Some of the after hours things that they do that we didn't get to do this past year of being APs and Volcano Bay, by the way, we still didn't get to do. You know what? I think I'm good to not go back to Halloween Horror Nights. I know you don't want to do that. Volcano (laughs) Bay is interesting. I mean, what do you all think? Well, I think that we'll renew. Um, It's a pretty widely known fact that I don't like the rides at Universal, but I do want to go to some of their, like... Um, parties and stuff and I would like um, to continue going for snacks and food and things like that Um, but screen rides are pretty hard on me Mm -hmm. but I I I wouldn't if 
like the family wanted to go, I would go. And then I'd go hang out at Moe's while you guys rode some rides. There you go. And, and plus, uh, the, the uh, Velocicoaster is going to be opening mm-hmm. soon, and that thing looks awesome. Yeah, that doesn't appeal to me, but yeah. Okay, fine. Never mind. <laughs> I rode um, Hulk and got very, very sick. Hulk is awesome. Hulk uh, is one of the best roller coasters I've ever been I on. still haven't done that one. I need to. Mm. Yeah. Next, once the world stops burning and I come down for a month and totally wear out my welcome in a couple weeks, we're going to go to Universal and, buddy, we will, we will ride the Hulk. Yeah, it's, it is good. I mean... I think there's a lot of positives. I, I do enjoy Universal. It's it's fun to joke around and say it's the park that shall not be named and, and always like disparage the uh, the park. But at the same time, in reality, I do enjoy the days that we've gone to Universal. I've had fun there. We, we still need to experience more of the food and drink because mm-hmm. we're really, we went to Lombard's. Lombard's was good. We did three broomsticks, which yeah. I thought was good. I thought that was good too. Um, we need to try the best theme park restaurant in the world what's that one called mythos it's something like that <laughs> they have a giant banner outside so it must be true they do have a big banner <laughs> wait do they really yes. yes yeah that's fantastic as if you're walking down the street in like on i drive or something it's it's a big <laughs> canvas banner that says voted number one theme park restaurant in the world it's like really but well, you you gotta try it. It's like it's like that scene in Elf where where uh, where Buddy sees the sign. Congratulations, guys! You did it. Best yeah. coffee in New York. Exactly. So it has no, to be true. World's best. World's cup best of cup coffee. of coffee. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna make a joke, I should probably get it right. Well, well, Sam is you know An the elf number one buff. Elf fan. So I'm obsessed. We should watch it today. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I just I. So anyway, to answer your question, Adam, we will renew and uh, we will. You know, enjoy getting to know the parks better. Plus, I'd like to go at some point with people who are like big Universal fans who can show us how to do it. Yeah. And Steffers. Steffers. <laughs> nah. Well, I mean, she <laughs> does not like Steffers. I love Steffers, but she'll make me ride E.T. So Universal oh, has ew. some of my favorite things and some of my least favorite things like least favorite E.T., uh, most favorite SpongeBob. Frozen butter beer is good too. And mm-hmm. it is good. Mm, butter beer. They they do have some tasty stuff there. I mean, Sam already mentioned uh, Moe's, and it's like as a giant Simpsons fan, it's like I do not like the Simpsons ride. I would prefer it still be Back to the Future, even though we've already passed where you know uh, the ride was set in. But it's like going to Moe's is one of like for me was an, almost an out of body experience. It's like like there's a picture of me in Moe's. Like that is the happiest <laughs> I have ever. Been mm-hmm. like like the biggest smile that's ever came across my face, and on top of that, the Duff, it's a good beer. Yeah, it is good. You mm-hmm. want to so quick story, and I promise I know we're this is going a little longer, but um, I got on the Simpsons ride, and that ride was so bad for me. I shut my eyes, and I was I started putting my hands over my eyes as I was, I was riding it. When it was over, one of the um, ride operators was like, "Are you okay?" Whenever he came in, I guess they have a camera in there, and I was like, "No, I, I got to get off." And he was like, "Okay." I oh, no. literally had to sit down on the ground mm-hmm. because I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. That I, whole thing. Whew. I like that ride. It was Ugh. okay. I wish it was Back to the Future because that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future was, okay. was awesome. Springfield around there was amazing, though, and I had great memories there with my friends. Yeah. Okay. I have bad memories cool there with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. You don't have friends. 
You're right, actually. So. <laughs> hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a long show, and we've got a lot more for you. So we're going to actually break this into two episodes. Thank you so much again for sending in your questions. We really appreciate it. We're having a great time answering them. I hope you're having a good time listening. But two hours is maybe a little long for a podcast. So I'm going to ask you to come back next week for part two of this. But for now... We're going to say goodbye. Don't forget, we've got Landon. He's going to bring you some content this week, and he's on the radio. Landon, where can people find you? Uh, that would be L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Twitter.com slash Landoz. That's where you can follow me 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, ButtMunchChips.com. ButtMunchChips. Sit on your butt and munch. Oh, man, it's Satan, the guy that I apparently sold my soul to to keep going. And apparently, also, I'm in hell. Um, uh, but in lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for near fall radio. That is where myself and Will Rab talk about the sweet science of professional wrestling. Uh, some really good couple weeks as we head into the new year of 2021, when it comes to the sweet science, um, of course, in the realm of the WWE universe, as Vince McMahon likes to call it, we are currently almost on the road to WrestleMania with the Royal rumble on the horizon, uh, but in the world of all elite wrestling, we're still buzzing over the fact that Kenny Omega is the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. We're still buzzing over the fact that there is a now working partnership between all elite wrestling and impact wrestling with rumors talking about how Kenny might be headlining not just one, but multiple impact pay-per-view events coming up in the future. Uh, and then also, oh, by the way, the man, the myth, the icon, the man they call Stang, or more accurately, Sting is now back in the world of professional wrestling. So that's super excited. And I also appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com, uh, appearing on the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. So many places to find Landon. So many places. Like, like guess what? Open your kitchen. There I am. Sorry, buddy. Like, like oh, you... you you're going to go hit up the ice chest, go go get a couple ice cubes for your drinky poo uh, for the Christmas holiday. Boom, there I am right there, chilling, literally. Chilling, chilling the most. Mm -hmm. And uh, you almost have to try to avoid landing, landing mm -hmm. content. You open your crock pot to drop down your chicken, boom, there I am hanging out in your crock pot, <laughs> telling you about how the Young Bucks and TH2 just had a killer match on a uh, on an episode of Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Nice. Like you can't get rid of me. I'm sorry. Well, on behalf of Garrett, I would ask you to follow at Skelligummy on Twitter. He's Skelligummy everywhere. If you want to check out his content, he's on YouTube and he's on Twitch. We are Morning Monorail on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. Visit our website Monday Morning Monorail Podcast dot com and join that Monday Morning Monorail family on Facebook. We have a live show Tuesday nights at 8.30 with 
Jen and Frank from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. And Landon, he shows up quite a few times. Yeah, every now and then. Sometimes like I, I, I take my melatonin before <laughs> I show up on the show and... Boy, it gets really interesting at the end, let me tell you. <laughs> it's always a good time, though. And our, and our favorite part of that is you all showing up and interacting with us through the comments in the chat box. And we, the bingo game. Don't forget the bingo game. There's a game. bingo game, and it's a good time. So so make sure you are subscribed to Dillo's Diz on YouTube, or you will also be able to stream it in the Monday Morning Monorail Facebook group. So either way... We love that you listen. We love that you're here. Thanks for bearing with us. This one, I know it started off a little heavy. I promise you this next episode is a lot sillier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more Karen emails. So, um, But we love all of you. We hope you're having a great holiday season, and we will talk to you next week. Have a magical one. Bye-bye. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs>